0: Good morning.
1: Oh, good to see everybody. Hi. Right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day, Thursday, June 29. T Row in the morning show time here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Good
0: morning. Good
1: morning, Joe. 65 days now away from a Sooner kickoff. Next to last day of your work week, we have crested the Butte. We have topped the hill. We are on the downhill slide to a weekend now. A long weekend for a lot of people. We got the uh, weird Tuesday, 4th of July holiday next week. So I don't know what's going on with everybody out there. Maybe some of you got Monday off, too. So you got a big four-day weekend coming up. Certainly cross your fingers. That's the case. But... Whatever, we got past Wednesday, we made it to Thursday, we can see the weekend from here and we're going to help get your uh, next to last day of your work week started. And I'm live today on location at our home away from home, Brown O'Haver, hanging out with John Whitson today. It's going to be a good day on the show. We had a perfect game late last night in baseball, Um, Domingo Herman of the New York Yankees, a perfect game, the first perfect game we've had in 11 years in Major League Baseball. It came against the Oakland A's last night, which, does that count, really? No, I think everyone sure. should have a perfect game against the Oakland A's. I'm not sure if it really counts. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my very best friend in the entire world. T to the J Perry on the other side of the glass Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning, TJ. Hello. How are you today, my friend? I'm fine. Sorry to confuse
2: you. I couldn't suspend uh, you in my stunned. tweet because that would have been uh, beneficial to you. That's why I suspended myself. So I'm stunned to you hear knew your that voice today. Joke.
1: No, no. I, I can I leave. Not. I can leave. I don't want you to leave. I just figured, because you do this, you are a master at finding a holiday and then scheduling off days before and or after it so that you get a longer break. It's a strategy of yours that you frequently yeah, use.
2: Which I did have vacation days down for next week, but
1: then I had was able to remove those. So yeah. I could have moved them to today so, and Friday, I guess. And you often will not tell me when you're leaving. That's not true. I always tell you. Because you don't want it to be a topic for, you know, whatever. I don't know why. But maybe you did tell me and I tell me and I forgot. Anyway, you tweeted yesterday, you're taking the next two days off. And I thought, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. TJ's going to the lake early. He's going to have a little seven-day break, whatever the case may be. Sounds about right. And so I'm texting and calling Drake Dykin this morning. (laughs) Sorry, Drake. Saying, hey, man, how do I hook this thing up? I got the new equipment. I'm trying to figure out how to dial it in. He's not answering. I'm texting him, you up, dude? No response. So I thought, I I apologize. Obviously, it didn't wake him up because he still has not replied to me. But uh, all of a sudden, I hear TJ in my headset. So uh, you're a liar.
2: I wasn't lying. I was me. just messing with you in a tweet. And I, I didn't realize you took it seriously. The very
1: definition of a lie <laughs> is you said didn't one know you thing, were taking me seriously, <laughs> and you meant another. I was like, last night I thought I better come up with a daily draft topic for tomorrow. I was like, oh no, I don't have to worry about that because TJ's not going to be there for the next couple of days. Lo and behold, here you are. We got no topic prepared, and uh, you've thrown the whole thing asunder early this morning with your deception my apologies that's okay i'm glad to hear you bestie how are you today tj oh hey
2: john it's tj
1: tj say hi to john hi john tj
3: what's up buddy how are you fantastic how are you doing i'm good i'm good haven't you you set
2: that
1: equipment up before toby is that the first time you've had that no, I have had it before, but I couldn't remember briefly for a couple of minutes how to dial in oh, got with you. it. You gotcha. dial in differently. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was throwing me for a loop briefly, but we got there. We figured it out after okay. I called okay. Drake a couple of times and he didn't <laughs> answer. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his notifications on silent apparently when he sleeps. Uh, he yes. gives you The little message there that hey, this person is can't be bothered. He's gonna right
2: wake now. up in a panic. He's gonna see missed calls. He's going to see yeah. that you said nobody's in studio. <laughs> he's gonna be a yeah.
1: Panic. Well, it's your fault. It's, uh, it's your fault. Uh, that's my John. Say hi to TJ.
3: TJ, how you doing? Hey, hey, John, TJ's how are going. you?
1: John, he's trying to say <laughs> hi to <laughs> t- you here. I said hello. I was a- apologizing to oh, you. Me. Sorry. You're rude. Oh man! Uh, well, I'm hanging out with uh, three of my two of my favorite people uh, today. This is going to be a fun show live from Brown O'Haver. TJ, how was your Wednesday? Hot, like everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Went on a long walk
2: in thought, the middle of the heat. Middle of the heat. Three o'clock yesterday afternoon. That a boy. Yeah, I sweat and sweat and it's good for you. It was good for me. Yeah. So, how far'd you go? Uh, only two miles, and I said, "This is too high. I'm
1: going home." So, well, it was still, that's
2: two good, uh, it was still two miles. Still two miles. Remember, you
1: got that hurt foot there. And yeah, so, and it was, uh, was bothering me a little
2: better. It was, it's feeling better, but it still bothers me. So,
3: TJ, one of my mantras in life, and I'm big on mantras. I'm yeah, big, big on saints guy. That keep, keep me going throughout the day, the weeks, the right? Years. Yes, motivation. Doing, doing a small thing is still doing a thing. That's true. That's what you got to think about. That's, that's right. Right. what you got to right. It. I mean, what you could have you could have not walked two miles, but you did. It's true. So don't beat yourself up, TJ. Don't sit there and wallow and oh, city I'm not. I was proud of in my two miles. despair and just you know beating yourself up and making yourself feel terrible. You walked two miles, and there's plenty of people that didn't. So good job.
2: Thank you, John. Two, you, two miles yesterday was probably
3: the equivalent of like five miles.
2: I sweat about as much day. as I would do
3: on a, like a six mile walk. I think so. Yeah. We were in uh, Tulsa yesterday, and we'll talk about some of the s- storm damage and stuff that we saw. But uh, no, it just got awful hot. It's terrible hot, mm-hmm. and we were in a bil- we were in a three story building with no AC. And oh, oh, not where you want to be. It God. was just brutal, absolutely brutal. That's not where you want to be. So hopefully, it's it gonna lo- be
1: better today. It's only getting to hundred today.
3: I guess there's like you you just said it, and I saw it too. I guess there's like a cold front coming through. Mm. If such a thing exists mm. in the summer,
1: a less hot front. Hey, that's not bad. Maybe rain on Saturday. But, uh, yeah, hundreds a day, and then we're going to be 90s for a while after that, which sounds nice, doesn't it? Sounds pleasant. TJ, when you walk, do you take a camel pack with you so you can stay hydrated? <laughs> no. take. I'm getting you one of those. I <laughs> do not. <laughs> I'm worried about you. I'm worried <laughs> do, about you. Do you wear a camel pack on your walks? No, but I'm not. As brittle as you are, and I'm worried about you breaking down somewhere along the way and not right. able to get back home. Maybe you uh, there's get a chance lost I slip off of a sidewalk
2: that doesn't have like a you know mm-hmm. one of the ramps where you just walk down the uh, in the intersection. So
1: I'd feel better about it if I knew you had water at all times, just in case mm-hmm. something went wrong while you were out there. You I think there's one water. of ours at our house somewhere. I just
2: I think there is. It does seem like the sort of thing Katie would have. I think she did back in the day.
3: I don't think she wears it anymore. Are you
1: a camel pack walker, John, when no, you get out there? No. I was
3: going to say he needs to get one of those ginormous water bottles that Ricky Fowler was carrying around at the <laughs> uh, at the US Open. You remember, I mean he just yep. everywhere he was just it like surely he was done drinking that by the 3rd or 4th hole, but man, he just kept walking around with it and
1: Ginormous drinking vessels are very much in right now, especially among females. Yeah. They love the Stanley's and the you know, carry a gallon around by a handle.
3: Are you calling Ricky Fowler feminine by carrying around his big water bottle?
1: No, uh uh-uh. uh. But everybody seems like we've gone big with our drinking
3: vessels. Uh, yeah, I bigger the better. I don't mind them, it's fine, and it's hot. But, uh, it's a
1: way of showing
3: you're healthy, I think. This you is how I know I drank office. 65 ounces of water today.
1: Yeah. I care an 80-ounce bottle. Anybody bring a, gra- a gallon jug to work with them at Ground Haver? No, O'Haver?
3: but that's the guy that just drives me crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. Just
1: got back from the gym, dude. I got my gallon
3: jug of water Well, I today. mean, I don't pick on Teddy when he brings it in to do his remotes here. No that's, doubt. That's, that's all. Teddy carries but, a gallon jug. But he's not up right now. So, But, yes, the, the gallon jug guy. And we went to a Christmas Eve service one time. In Mesa, Arizona, and somebody walked in at five in the afternoon with their gallon jug of water. And I just to a Christmas Eve service at church. And I just thought to myself, that's either real dedication, that that wasn't water, straight vodka. (laughs) Maybe he was hoping it would be turned into wine. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, it was a bit much, though. It was a bit much
1: uh tj i'd feel better about it if you'd get a camel pack okay <laughs> i was fine i'll be all right and get out there it's 160
2: degrees be more you worried about me falling uh, falling over than uh being dehydrated
1: you got you got one of those in your neighborhood the like the weight vest guy with the camel pack who uh, no, looks he, like he's been he, walking 25 miles he lives, he
2: lives on my social media um mm-hmm.
1: but not in my neighborhood no all right. So what else yesterday? You went out. You got a little um, two-mile walk in. That was about it. That's my That's day it. to report
2: to you. Uh, I made some and uh, homemade uh, air fryer chicken
1: nuggets last night. Homemade chicken nuggets, meaning you slaughtered your own chicken and uh, uh, well, I diced cut it up. Cut up my own chicken and breaded um, it myself and seasoned it and okay, air fried it up. And then seems way more complicated. You know, they make those. Yeah, mine are, mine are healthier, mine are healthier. Why is that?
2: Uh, the breading and the things that I use and uh, the, the style in which I do it is much healthier.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
3: The problem I've always had with the air fryer, and unless you've got like some industrial size one, which you probably do. He's got two. I've got two, yeah. I've got a large both one and on a regular
1: his, size one, yeah. Both of them on his countertop. He's oh. got so much countertop space. That's
0: okay.
3: He's got a he's got a medium size one and a double size. Like one. we bought the we when the air fryer craze was going on, we of course bought the air fryer, saying this is going to be amazing. We're really going to change our lifestyle. But you get like four nuggets out of that deal.
1: How many nuggets can you fry at a time in your between I, your two air fryers, Teach?
2: I used uh, both air fryers last night. I had enough to feed
3: all three of us and then have th- all three of us leftovers for today. But that's not really an answer coming from three very skinny people. <laughs> That's not, that didn't really answer our question. You know, it could have been they each got 3 nuggets. Um,
2: uh, I don't know. I probably you know had know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then 15 I all one left 10 over 15 for, nuggets. I don't know what it was. 15 nuggets maybe. in one batch? Is that No, that's saying many? that's what I ate last night was maybe 15 You nubles. ate 15 nuggets? Probably, something like
3: that. Holy You probably should have walked another mile. (laughs) (laughs) They were healthy nuggets. They were healthy nuggets, and it was really hot, so I guess you could buy the two.
1: You know, we could draft chicken nugget (laughs) dipping sauces, TJ. I was about to ask Uh, you what you dipped it in, but then I was like, maybe this is a draft topic. That uh, or uh,
2: someone did suggest... Because we got in the fight over Cane's and the other places that we draft chicken places. Remember, someone suggested that we draft uh, those places. That's
1: a good idea. Do we have any sponsors here that are going to get mad at us for this?
2: Oh, probably, but we uh, offend sponsors (laughs) all the time.
1: (laughs) Huh, okay. Well, what was your dipping sauce of choice then? last
2: Uh, The spicy
1: Whataburger ketchup that I have at the house, yeah. I haven't tried that. No good, John? John's kind of shaking his head, no.
3: No, I like... uh... I like the Polynesian sauce. Mhm. Which you can buy now at Walmart, which is fun. Yeah. If you're going to go nuggets. But it's I go really back international. But well, back in the day when I was like a little kid and we went to McDonald's, I dipped my chicken nuggets in honey. Oh, I love the honey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I remember taking my girls, first of all, I took them when they were like 4 years old and they were just was like, where are we going? McDonald's. What's McDonald's? And I felt like I'd let them down, you know, as a parent. How
1: old were your kids when they were asking what's McDonald's?
3: Like four. Because it was we were Chick-fil-A people, right? I mean, that's – it was wow. a very weird situation. And yeah. I felt
1: weird, though. No, I'm
3: saying I felt weird. I guess that's I'm, true. We didn't have Chick-fil-A when we were chick No, it was only right. in a mall. And, right. And it was very random at times. You know, so we were, we were McDonald's people. So I take them, and then I get honey, and I'm dipping my fries and my nuggets in the honey. And they are freaking the freak out. It is like their whole (laughs) world has changed in front of them. And I would like to say that was enough to drive us to go back to McDonald's over and over. But not really. They still wanted to go back to Chick-fil-A. But – Honey, honey honey would make the list, at least it would make my list.
1: Honey was my go to for years, and then I went through when I got a little more mature. It went sweet and sour. No, On my high school years I'd say I I had a big hot mustard craze. Do you remember the hot mustard? Yeah, that got popular option? for a while yeah. there. Yeah. I don't like it anymore, but there was a three or four year period there where I, I went hot mustard. Uh, I don't eat chicken nuggets much at all, but if I do Around the house, once in a while, my kids will make some tenders or some nuggets and I'll grab one. Straight yellow mustard now hmm. or barbecue sauce. So I've never been the barbecue sauce guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, it's, I'm fine with you. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if we could come up with 10 dipping sauces, though. I mean, ranch is kind of the favorite probably out there. But. Well,
3: you know, now they have, um, you know, the new sodas. New soda, well, like the new soda machines where you can pick all the oh, different. Oh yeah, yeah, like like, like you make. I don't trust those things. No, no, but you know what I'm talking about, yep, right? Yep, where you yep, got yep. like the cherry it's vanilla. It's one di- machine with 500
1: sodas exactly. in it,
3: and you punch the one you want. And and well, and just to gripe a minute, but now you go there and there's literally they get you. You have three choices of Coke, and that's all you have. But the machine exists mm-hmm. where they could. But you know, when they first came out, you could get. Fifteen thousand combinations. Anyway, my point is, Kava Kava still has a wide selection
1: of colas available on their machine. By the way, the they have come out with a sauce machine.
2: <laughs> yeah, I Shut saw up. this the other day. It's just one particular fast food restaurant, isn't it? I can't remember who it is. I don't remember who it is. And thousands, thousands of combinations like of sauce that you thousands just pick. Co- you could yeah, pick sriracha, sriracha barbecue or whatever, spits and it it's out. It out. In a little yeah. cup. can I you imagine? out of town. Where did
1: we see this? It was
2: on the news, and I can't remember who has it now. um Babe, if you're up early
1: listening, this is yeah. what I want for Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. It's that fantastic. sounds amazing. Can you, not, can you just imagine? It'd be unbelievable. I'm going to need a commercial break to contemplate. <sighs> that sounds too exciting. Uh, all right. We're off and running. Just about what you'd expect on the T-Row in the morning show, a first segment dedicated toward uh, chicken nuggets and sauces. Oh, you got a commit yesterday. We'll talk about that. Oh, you had a guy hit the portal yesterday. We'll talk about that. We got John Whitson with us. We're at Brown O'Haver today. Back after this.
0: The T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. The Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn of Sports Radio back with you this hour. Brought to you
1: by right. McIntyre I like Law. I like that a lot. You're Tom. What would, what would that make Drake? Um. Didn't they have a little uh, friend, that, like a female friend, that kind of ran around with him a little that bit? That seems right. That seems right. I'll have to look up the cast of, of Huck Finn or Tom Sawyer. Man. Hmm. Okay, go ahead, TJ. By <laughs> the way, I like your... <laughs> I like your uh, draft topic, or whoever suggested it. I like the draft topic, if you think we can get away with it. Oh, I think so, yeah. Chicken restaurant. Yeah, that's something
2: I could come up with a list quick. A couple of those you had uh, off the air were good ideas, but I'd really need to sit
1: down and think them out on a few of those. So, Can I ask for some—Becky Thatcher, by the way, was her name. He could be Becky Thatcher. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn's <laughs> female friend, <laughs> Becky Thatcher.
2: Didn't we have—wasn't uh, that required reading for us by this age? Yeah.
1: I was just I read, thinking about that, well, that My this age. I, I meant know. my son's age. I, I I don't think my son has read. I don't know if it was required or not, but we definitely read Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn in school. Oh, sure, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think my son and would even know that, what love, that is. So I don't know if it's appropriate in this day. I'm sorry, John. I, got you. I don't know if it's appropriate. Yeah, I don't, good I don't point. remember the book well enough to know if it's still appropriate or not. But It's probably been canceled. It's probably been canceled. Yeah. So just a couple of clarifications before you get to the text line. We're drafting quote-unquote fast food chicken restaurants.
2: Yeah, do you think there's ten of those at least? I can think well, of five or six real quick off the top of
1: my head. I'm sure there is if I so sit here I and think th- about it. That's what I want to bring up. So we're including, like, there, there's, there's a couple of genres here, okay? There's, like, the chicken strip place. Yeah, I'm counting those. There's the straight fried chicken places. Yes. Like, Kentucky's got Yeah, so we can get there. Yeah, no, you're right. You're and, right. Then there's, and then there is and then uh, there is the chicken wing places, mm-hmm. which mm, I, I think thought about also that. could, should be included in this. Okay, we'll include that. Okay. Man, what a category. What a category. So, I don't know if fast food is the right answer, because some of these will be sit-down dining. But So, what's the better way to word Uh, This is uh, just chicken restaurants. Is that fine? Yeah, I think that's fine.
2: They won't read the category anyway like yesterday as I talked to people and they said, I hated Toby's teams much worse. Well, we weren't voting on teams you hate. Otherwise, yeah, I agree with you. You weren't? Oh, I just looked at the categories and voted. I hate those teams. Right. I was so angry at dumb people yesterday. Hey, man. Just sometimes you just got to admit you got dominated. I and got beat. I got, got beat, dominated. and I can admit that. And I lose all the time in this. We both uh, lose all the time in this. I, you changed the direction of what the draft actually was, and huh? blinded people with rage by one pick of a fan base that can't be annoying because they don't exist. But people were blinded by rage, and they're like USC. Ha, Honor, I, I hate object. them.
3: I object. I. I'm 100% with TJ on this one. Number one, AM should have won the entire draft. Thank you. Just being picked first. Right. A M is single-handedly the most annoying fan base of any sport of all time. Hard to disagree. Really. Of all time. They are they're disgustingly annoying. Their coach is annoying. Their former players are annoying. Everything about it is just terrible. I can't stand them. Toby's list is clearly the ones you hate the most. Yes. And it runs like, runs away I, yeah. with it. Yeah. I hate Texas. But Texas isn't the most annoying. They're just they're just the team that we I hate knew the most. I love
1: John. Mm. I love him even more today.
2: But I'm that's sorry.
3: actually that makes me annoyed. But you don't
1: think Texas fans are annoying.
3: That makes me annoyed at the ref army that they would think Clown that man. this is <laughs> <laughs> That makes me annoyed at the ref army that they don't understand the draft. Maybe we, maybe we as a fan base are annoying if we don't understand the parameters of what annoying means. Annoying is defined by the Texas A&M Aggies. It's that that's that simple. Well, just in case people don't know what we're talking
1: about here, you we'll get you to the are the war, runaway winner. So yeah, uh, we had a daily draft yesterday of most annoying fan bases in sports. Uh, my team. Has come out over two thousand votes. TJ, seventy-one uh, percent voted for my team, which was Texas. Highly annoying, by the way. Uh, get back to me, by the way, when you guys are down in the uh, State Fair of Texas. This oh, fall, sure, just that day they're annoying. Yeah, just, just just loving all the Texas fans around you and saying these guys aren't annoying at all. Let's, uh, they're fun. LSU, <laughs> highly annoying. Highly annoying. Tiger I'll give you bait, yeah. Tiger bait. Tiger bait. Lakers fans. Highly annoying. Highly annoying. Arkansas fans. Have you ever seen one out in public?
3: Yeah.
2: We see them on uh, the videos doing that, but I don't know if I've ever seen one in actual uh, out know, in public. You know why you haven't
1: seen one? Because you don't <laughs> ever go to an OU game. That's why.
2: <laughs> they just running around all over OU games. I oh, was at the game. They were here. In
1: basketball and baseball the last three or four years, if you would ever go to anything, you would be annoyed by Arkansas fans. Uh, and then USC fans, incredibly annoying. Now, we're,
3: forgive me. Did, TJ, <laughs> didn't, pick, TJ didn't pick Kansas, did he? No. Because no. you hate Kansas. Is Kansas not annoying or are they fall in the hate category? Well, I mentioned this Because you really, really hate Kansas. Oh. Fan. Basketball fan. You've been on the air discussing that they drive you insane. I am annoyed by Kansas fans. Mostly with their restaurant etiquette and getting tables. Restaurant etiquette
1: mostly. I, I, I mentioned this yesterday. I have a weird relationship with Kansas basketball fans because Kansas fans in the Lloyd Noble Center, highly annoying. Kansas fans cutting in front of you in a restaurant in the Power and Light District, highly annoying. Kansas fans walking around the Sprint Center, Big 12 tournament, highly annoying but when i go to fog allen fieldhouse like and i now i look at the environment they've created and everything i'm like this is awesome like this place is amazing and so i kind of i have a level of respect for them when you're at fog allen fieldhouse different relationship outside of fog allen fieldhouse for them but they're definitely on the they were on the draftable list yesterday tj's team was texas a&m great pick dallas cowboys osu st louis cardinals great pick Texas Tech, great pick. They're all they're all highly annoying, um, but my team won. So three to two, I have the lead after yesterday's poll. Uh, TJ arguing with let me uh, arguing with responders all day long. Um, so we're drafting responders all day long. <laughs> first responders, you were arguing with them all day long yesterday. Uh, so we're drafting chicken restaurants today. Is that correct? That's correct. And, John, are you willing to be our judge today? Absolutely. Are you impartial? Absolutely. Okay. What's your favorite chicken restaurant, John? I'm not <laughs> saying. I got the first pick. <laughs> I'm not saying. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay, TJ, uh, Apologies. Break, and then let's get after the text line when we come back. Oh, we got to talk to John, too, about his fine establishment here. Brown O'Haver, we're hanging out today. Brown O'Haver, nine weeks and two days away from kickoff. We'll be back.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, welcome back.
1: Thursday morning, T-Row in the morning show. We're underway here on The Ref. We're at Brown O'Haver today. They have been busy at Brown O'Haver, especially up in the 918. Before we talk to John, TJ, you got two or three text messages you can hit me with here?
2: Uh, so you're saying a perfect game against the A's is like getting a hole-in-one at a tiny par-3 in Mustang. Yeah. That's basically yeah, that's the same right. thing. That's yeah. about right. Mm-hmm. How about a guy who gets suspended for uh, having a sticky substance all over his hands, gets caught twice this year, then comes out and throws a perfect game? Mm-hmm. Fishy, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. Turns out uh, he maybe he shouldn't have been using the sticky stuff That's all right. Along. That's right.
2: i got to try to scan past. I'm trying to ignore some of these that people are sending in chicken stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I used to live in.
1: They're sending in suggestions for you, or what
2: they like, what they like. So trying to uh, scan past them quickly. Used in. uh, uh, I used to live in Northeast Oklahoma. Arkansas fans everywhere. They are annoying, and they do woo pig all the time. Woo pig. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Toby and TJ, I think you would have to put the Houston Astros instead of the Dallas Cowboys. I think you would have at least a lot closer and may have won, that's Curtis B. Um, Astros were on, were on my list. They're list. on my list. Yeah. They're not more annoying than Cowboy fans, uh, Curtis B. I don't B. know, man. I love I the know. people yesterday, like, <laughs> well, I'm a Cardinal fan. I'm not annoying. That's why you're annoying! Yeah.
1: I do think it didn't help your cause yesterday. Not that you weren't accurate, but you drafted some teams with a lot of fans in our listening.
2: Yes, I, and I realize that, but I... I I recognize myself as an annoying fan, as a Cowboy fan. I wish people could look in the mirror and realize if you're a Cardinal fan or a Cowboy fan, even if we have the Sooners in common, you are highly annoying to other people with yeah. those two teams.
1: Just own it. I don't think it. most people have the same self-recognition that you do. That's true. That's true.
3: I kind of think it would be a harder draft, at least for me, to pick fan bases that aren't annoying. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, as you're listing these fan bases fan out. Fan bases we like. I, I, I can't hardly. Like, my daughters will be like, hey, do we like that team? I kind of like this idea. Like, like, do you it. like that team? I'm, You know, Florida State's playing. Whoever. No, I don't like either one of those tools. You know, what, what, about, what about when Notre Dame plays? Nope, I don't know. I I hope they both lose. Like, I I don't know that there's a team out there that I can like. Fan bases we kind of like. That's a good draft idea, TJ. I'll
2: take Alabama pick. with my number one you, pick. He Thanks. loves Alabama. Yeah, he's going to pick Alabama.
3: North Carolina <laughs> would be on his list. Teddy's picking the New England Patriots. Teddy's picking it's not the bad. Patriots. It would take a. It would. It'd be a lot harder you to are. think can't of the list. pick. Yeah. Uh, you you might need to make like some like, you know, uh, tolerable. TJ, TJ can't pick the Rangers. You can't pick the pick the Reds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just some basic ground rules. You can't pick your own team. You can't pick your own teams. But after that, it would be tough. Tolerable fan bases. Jeez. Right. Like, think of it We've just as got got a category for tomorrow. Well, I mean, we, I guess we don't want to say them out loud, right? We can't say them out loud. This is potential. But my mind is like evidence. racing with examples of that I would throw out there and then refute. You know, like, right, right, right. <laughs> it's, oh, hard. yeah. I actually think I like this team. But they beat us one time, this time, and this, and they were horrible. Right. Yeah, like North Dakota State. They beat us. They knocked us out of the tournament one time. So Rhode I mean, Island has always been a they big They knocked f- us out yeah, of the tournament, Trae too. Young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You remember the Trey Young when he got beat, right, TJ? Remember that, TJ? I remember Your favorite, OU, pl- I remember your favorite OU player of all time? I do. In the first round, overtime? I'm used first to him the, get beat in First game of the games. tournament?
1: Um, Sensitive subject has been tread upon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's move back. Let's talk about your uh, business. Brown O'Haver, what, what do you guys do here?
3: Sure, Toby. We are – Brown O'Haver, we what are What the heck pub- are you doing here? We are public insurance adjusters, so we work for the insured, not the insurance company. We adjust claims for you, the policyholder. So if you had damage to your property, uh, fire, wind, theft, tornado, you give us a call, 405-735-5510, and we adjust the claim for you. And I'll tell you what, the storm that hit Tulsa over mm-hmm. Father's Day, um, I was the girls had woke up and were making me this, you know, a Father's Day breakfast or whatever. And we're sitting there, you know, just kind of sitting around the kitchen table, drinking a coffee And Alice's phone rings. And I flippantly joked about, oh, it must be a public adjusting emergency because who else is going to call you and, you know, nine o'clock Father's on Father's Day, Day morning. Yeah. But it absolutely was. I mean, this gentleman's it was a past client, a small apartment complex, and it just got destroyed by the wind and sand springs and actually really needed us. And then it turns out that Tulsa had gotten completely lit up and we have been up there for the past seven days straight hmm. uh, we were up there again yesterday in sand springs all over tulsa straight
1: line wind damage
3: yeah it's straight line wind, which normally isn't as destructive talking to a lot of people that live in tulsa and, and i i know there's listeners on here because the station comes in great on 1430 we're huge in tulsa yeah they it, love us in tulsa uh, but uh the, you know some of the some of the folks that we've been talking to swear there was some rotation with that wind because they're like, it's just crazy how it hit. But um, yeah, we met, with a, met w- with a lady that had just a ginormous tree just fall through right through the middle of her home, mm. Huge, not just sitting on the, on the roof either. I mean, it fell all the way through, broke some rafters, that sort of stuff. So just a lot of damage up there. So if you're up in the Tulsa area um, and you're looking for some help, we have been up in the Tulsa area consistently all week. We're going to continue to be up there. Give us a call. Four zero five seven three five. And they're calling you. And they're calling you. Why? They're calling us because most homeowners experience one large loss in their life, and they they don't have the expertise to handle it. Going, but I got up. an insurance agent, John. Absolutely. Why do I need you? for you, Your insurance agent sold you your policy, yeah. but they don't make coverage decisions. They don't adjust it for you. They send out an adjuster who works for the insurance company and is protecting their interests and is trying to minimize the payout on they the They want climate. to pay as little as possible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure you get paid as much as you were due under the policy. And over the last 16, 17 years, our stats indicate we get our clients 30 to 40% more than they would on their own. And when you're talking about trees having fallen through your home or a commercial roof or whatever the case may be, 30 to 40% more is a significant amount of money to rebuild. It really, really yep. is. And it can be thousands upon thousands Tens of dollars. Tens of thousands of dollars. Absolutely. So give us a call if you've had some damage up there. And if, it's, and if it's light damage, we can recommend different ways to deal with it. Maybe it's not us helping you, but maybe we can get you in touch with a good roofer. Maybe we can put you in touch with who you need to be uh, reaching out to. But if you've had issues, give us a call. We're happy to help. How's the season been so far? I mean, obviously, that was a it's bad though, day for Tulsa. It's been bad. Yeah. It's been bad. And... Um, you know, you had those Bridgewater or not, the Bridge Creek coal tornadoes, yeah. the Norman tornadoes, and we're starting to get, uh, I talked about this on the radio last time y'all were here, is that inni- when that storm initially hits, that's not really when we get most of our clients. We get most of our clients when a storm that has gone through coal or Bridge Creek and they're sitting there eight weeks later and they're like, why haven't I been paid Right, yet? right. And we're starting to get those calls. There are folks that have had heavy tornado damage. They're willing to give their insurance person a
1: try, and then they get two months down the line. They're frustrated, and they reach out. 100%.
3: And if you're in that spot, you you didn't have to hire us on day one. In fact, this is a great time to hire us, especially if you've gotten more money. Because if you've already gotten money, you only are paying us on what we increase the claim. So it's no risk. It's no risk to just hire us. Just because you've
1: been paid, too, don't think it's over. You Absolutely. Can still, you can still hire you guys, and, and good chance you're going to find them more money.
3: Well, and that's the thing, too. If you if you feel like, hey, I've been, paid all I've, I've been paid all I think I'm going to be paid, then just give us a call because it costs you nothing for us to find out if we can make you even more money. So 405-735-5510. Check us out on Facebook, Brown O'Haver. Um, but, yeah, we can help folks out. And, no, the storm season was very hectic. There's a lot of people that suffered some damage. And it, it, quite honestly, it sucks. And it sucks if you're one of those folks that have gone through it. Um, but we want to make it suck a little less. So call 405 735 You should adopt that as the tagline yeah. for the company. So make make it suck a little less. Yeah, yeah. I
1: like that. Yep. They, they have uh, helped out many of our listeners through the years. We've been teamed up with Brown O'Haver for a long time now. And uh, we only got 11 listeners on the show. And several of those 11 have been helped by Brown O'Haver through the year. So uh, we got firsthand evidence of the work that these guys do. I like the fact you can go on Facebook, folks, and see all kinds of testimonials there. Uh, just seek out Brown O'Haver on Facebook. And it gives you great examples from people who have uh, received thousands, tens of thousands of dollars more than they would have received otherwise because they've ca- called John and Alice, and they're great people here at uh, Brown O'Haver we got lots of stories, examples to share with you as the show rolls along, but let's take a break. We'll hit the text line again, the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line when we come back, 405-651-3439. If you want to text us today, 805 this morning, we are drafting chicken restaurants back after this.
0: Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. T-Row in the morning show, this hour
2: brought to you by McIntyre Law, your personal injury attorneys helping you out there when you find yourself in a bad situation, auto accident, work-related injury. They can help you if you need advice. Have any questions, McIntyreLaw.com or 405-917-5200. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, this person has sent us a picture of their giant water jug sitting on their console driving to work, I'm assuming. Maybe to a workout. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah, large. Uh, what's the largest drinking vessel you've got in your house? I bet your wife's got a big old drinking bottle of some sort. So she there seems is Arctic like a, uh, Arctic she seems like that a Stanley we,
2: person. An Arctic that we just bought that is, um, I don't know how big this thing is, a gallon maybe?
1: <laughs>
0: so
2: yeah. That's the biggest one. But she does have. She takes it to her workouts with her. Uh, We do have numerous Yetis around the house. Bronx has a Yeti that he fills up and drinks out of all day. I am a uh, room-temperature plastic water bottle guy. Just one plastic bottle a day. I refill it, and if I don't drink it all, it just sits around the house. I'll go and pick it up three days later and just finish it. Hang on
1: a second here. Numerous. Numerous. arctics and Yetis.
2: You can put that down. We got both brands. How about my two bags of chips yesterday? Drake was thinking I was rich because I had two
3: bags of chips. Two bags. Wait a minute! You had chicken nuggets and chips, chips. in the same day, and you uh, only walk. You only <laughs> walked two miles. <laughs> That's right. For lunch yesterday at
1: the office, yes, he brought two bags of chips. Right, which they
2: weren't two bags of chips. I reached in. Normally, I'll make like a sandwich baggie full of chips with my sandwich, but both these bags, I have a 12-year-old son. Barely had anything left in both the bags, and I said, "This is ridiculous." Oh, they weren't ridiculous. new. They weren't no, new No, no, they were both bags that needed finished. Okay. So that I just changes the finished uh, both. Drake, like,
1: <laughs> that's a deceptive text you sent me yesterday. <laughs> that's
2: what I tried to explain to him, and he goes, mm-hmm. "Whatever." You've got two bags of chips, so mm-hmm. and one was a great value brand. So I was like, "Yes, my wealth is showing here." My
1: I great would recommend value in the future. <laughs> I'm on your side here. It's a half, You got a quarter bag and a half bag. It's not even. That's not a big deal. In the future, though, you might think about combining those into, like, one baggie. Well, they are two different so flavors. Other people in the office don't feel bad when they look at your wealth. <laughs> I think some of the people around if, there don't make a, as much money if as you a, do. If,
2: if an off-brand wavy lace potato chip jealous. makes them feel bad, then
1: they can feel bad. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a real kind of uppity thing to say. If the poor's feel bad, then it's on them, you know, but... Maybe bring a bag for somebody else next time. You know, one of those situations.
2: <laughs> how about my How about my son just finish a bag of chips instead of leaving scraps uh, and throwing it back in the, that's the pantry? That's infuriating.
1: For me, it's water bottles. We have a, like a little drink fridge for if you go outside, you don't have to come you know, all the way back in and traipse your cement pond water all over the house. We've got right. a little drink fridge, and it's just bottled waters. That's all that's in it. And I swear to you, 10 times a day, there's a bottle of water. It's somewhere in my house that's had two sips out of it. So
3: we've um, we've gotten strategic about this, and we have now please bought, share your. Strategy we have now me. bought the uh, mini bottles of water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is a little more expensive, but it doesn't drive me as nuts. That's a good call. By when you. they when they just drink that and instead of having a full you know however many ounce bottle of water with the three sips. That's a good call by you. And yeah. then you got, I mean, we end up giving like I
1: end up pouring it into my dogs' bowls. So they're really, you know, they're getting filtered water.
3: So lucky for them, but like, still, man, look at the water we so, get. Sometimes I put it back in the fridge, thinking that somebody's going to drink it later. Never, and that doesn't end up happening. Mm-mm. But it's nobody remembers
1: the, whose it is. You know? I know,
3: and then I like I look around at the fam, my family members. I'm like, I really don't want to drink after this one, you know. And so it's just like, uh, you know, whatever. I'm gonna yeah. throw it away. All right, TJ, what else you <laughs> got there? Ben yelled at
2: my text by my wife about my water
3: bottles all over the house. Is
2: this what you do, TJ? Or are you a I have water bottles, and by the end of the week, I have five or six on my nightstand. There could be one on the dining room on, table dude. and one on the kitchen counter. But and then Katie will yell at me and say, are all there have water bottles
1: in it? Or are they yeah, all
2: empty?" They all have something in it. And then so Katie will yell at me, and I go, "What? I you never know where I'm going to be in the house, and I might need a water, and I'll pick it up and just drink it because I don't care how long it sat there. Oh. I just that's what I drink."
1: So well, that's different. So you've it. got strategically placed <laughs> half-drunk <right>. water <laughs> bottles around the house. <laughs> yes. Just in case you get thirsty in in any room.
2: If I'm not in that room, then I've got one in this room.
1: You have the same strategy with water bottles that I have with eyeglasses. (laughs) (laughs) I've a pair in every possible location. Place your
2: readers all over the
1: house. Yes, yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Morning, buddy. buddy. Oh, I'm 41, and I still want to go to Baker's football camp. Is there any way they would make an exception for me? I really want to meet Baker's mayfield no. one time his wife got mad at me for creeping a photo at valer have a good day
1: <laughs> yeah i uh, just this is good to know for baker for the parents of children that are attending baker's camp all that kind of stuff trust me the restraining order will the be a creepy guy outside the gate yeah There's don't let security him in there we're not gonna let carter anywhere near the camp or your children or anything like that so everything's gonna be fine yeah, we had Baker on the station yesterday. Uh, yeah, hopped in with Plank we, for a little while. Do we have that interview in the can? I'd I'm love to hear
2: sure it. Sure, I've got to see if I can find it. I'm not sure if they spliced that out individually. Did I'll look. Did
1: you delete it like you did the run for I might have. I yeah, might oh, have. Boy, all right. <laughs> well, if you find it, let me know. I'd love to hear what Baker! old Baker had to say. Baker!
0: <laughs> Baker, will you run, let me run around for you?
1: <laughs> I would love to, like, the scene at Valair. When Baker is trying to eat with Emily and Carter comes up. Hey, man! (laughs) Well, it sounds like
2: it wasn't that. It was like taking a picture over his shoulder
1: of them eating at another table. Creeping (laughs) on them. Top of the hour break, live at Brown O'Haver. Today, it's the T-Row in the morning show on a Thursday.